0: The 42 Rugby Weekly is brought to you by Dundeel Motors, home to all of Ireland's trusted car dealerships. Visit dundeel.ie today to start the search for your next car. I don't think we've met before, but I'm the referee on this field. Leinster could have me 5 million a year and I wouldn't go. <laughs> it is rugby, rugby Weekly. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to the 42 Rugby Weekly Extra coming from a sun-kissed Stade de France in Paris. Murray Kinsey here with you and Kieran Kennedy is alongside me. Great to have you back on board in the World Cup. How are you settling in for the second time around?
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy to settle into Paris, isn't it? Beautiful few days here. We're sitting in the Stade de France. It's gorgeous, blue sky. We've both got the shorts on today. It's been a beautiful couple of days. Um, yeah, no, it's great to be back here. There's a good buzz around the place again. We're staying in a nice buzzy part of Paris and yeah, so far so good. It is
0: still over 20 degrees, so we're reveling in that and we're going to cling onto the shorts as, as long as we can. And hopefully we we'll get conditions like this for tomorrow for what could be a, a really cracking game because both sides, they do like to play rugby. We know all about the Scottish threats and we're going to talk about that a bit. You were out at a camp with them yesterday. I was in Ireland um, there for their Ireland Team Hotel for their team announcing we've just heard from a couple more of the, the players uh, at, at the captain's run firstly let's bring people up to, to speed how did you feel the the mood was there speaking to James Lowe to Ty Byrne and to, to John Fogarty there were questions about bed bugs defensive strengths and, and all sorts but what was your impression of it?
1: Yeah calm confident spirits seem high don't they All the, everything about the press conference this morning was just couple of guys who very much looked and sounded like they're in a good place and uh, like they've got every reason to to feel that way obviously like this is a team that's in form they're playing some really good rugby they're coming off the back of that huge win against South Africa they've had a week off they're rested they're refreshed and you kind of got the sense that they're really looking forward to being back here tomorrow night and like James Lowe spoke about the squad being told that they can expect up to 60,000 Irish fans coming tomorrow now we've been around Paris the last few days they must all be arriving today and tomorrow because there hasn't been as many green jerseys around as there was for the South Africa week but look it's set to be another really special occasion here and you can just you can feel that the players are just looking forward to it and they're they're so appreciative of that Irish support now something they've spoken about quite a lot and you could tell after the South Africa game they were quite taken aback by it but they're confident in their ability they're confident in this team and like when they look at their track record against Scotland they've won the last eight is it 12 out of 13 if you stretch it back a bit further like they're obviously coming into this game thinking like we know how to beat this team and we're going to go and book our place in the quarterfinals
0: we'll talk about the Ireland team that has been selected Robbie Henshaw is not in the match day 23 yesterday Andy Farrell said he'll be out for it looks like a couple of weeks at minimum and when he said that we all thought okay this is major doubt and indeed that does sound like there is major doubt and hamstrings can be notoriously difficult to to rehab but he was out here today in the sun with a smile on his face he was doing very light running and rehab work but i think that was positive to see and john fogarty he didn't give any extra clarity said they're going to take a few more days to let whatever settle down and and really get a, a good sense of things and it makes sense to wait until after the weekend if they did have to replace him now he's a player who if you think he's going to be back for a potential semi-final and then Ireland aren't getting ahead of themselves but if he is potentially back for that he's a great player to have off your, your bench as we saw in the, the South Africa match so you could understand if they did end up carrying him if they did decide Kieran that listen he's not going to get back even if we go that deep in the competition it sounds like there's only one man on everyone's one name on everyone's lips
1: Yeah, Keane Healy, my God, what a recovery. Um, It's incredible to see that he's back and in the mix. And I think when he put out that video last week at this stage, wasn't it? It was just kind of, it was really surprising to see how far he's clearly come along. Like when he picked up the injury, there was a bit of talk that he could maybe come back later in the tournament. But I certainly didn't have that sense. I had the sense that this was a guy who thought his tournament was over. But like we've seen it before with Healy and some of the injuries he's come back from. He obviously just put the head down straight away and said, right, I'm going to get myself in a position to be available if I'm needed. So, yeah, like he's he's really banging on the door, isn't he? And if, and if Henshaw's going home, I don't think there's any question that it would be Healy that comes in next. And he's a great player to have back in the squad because of obviously what he offers on the pitch and his experience. But also, I think the lift that it would give everybody in the squad to see a guy who thought his tournament was done, to have got himself in a position to be fit and ready and come back in, he would lift the whole he would lift the whole atmosphere the whole environment again because he's such a popular member of that squad he's someone a lot of the players talk about in terms of what he does as a kind of mentor and like kind of bringing players through and helping players out in the training ground with little bits and you know he's, he's a really influential member of the squad and um, so yeah it would be huge to have him back like obviously we don't want to see Henshaw ruled out and really encouraging to see him out there running around today because I don't think any of us really expected that but if it comes to that like Keane Healy is a great player to be able to bring into your squad particularly at this stage of the tournament where you know hopefully Ireland win tomorrow when things really start to ramp up Yeah it
0: would be quite the story if if Keane Healy did come back and feature and if Ireland were to make history it would feel wrong if he wasn't part of that and the same applies to Robbie Henshaw of course so Either way that goes, there'll be a, a bit of a story there, potentially. And that's what it is, it's potentially, because Ireland have yet to qualify for the, the quarterfinals. They've got to get a minimum of two match points to be certain of of top spot in the pool. They'll obviously go for the win, and there's all sorts of permutations if they, if they don't, which we discussed on the 42 earlier this week. But um, no surprise that it's a full-strength team. Not too many surprises. Dan Sheehan back starting hooker, which is a spot he had really earned before that injury and he'll add real dynamism and energy, and he'll look to nail his his line-out throws. Jack Conan back in the 23 as a boost because they've been patient with him for a reason, because he's earned that patience with excellent performances as part of their frontline match day 23. Stuart McCloskey, I think it's a brilliant story, and you wrote about it, I know, before the World Cup, his journey to just being part of the the squad, and now he's going to make his World Cup debut, having definitely thought that that was beyond him at, at certain stages that aside a very settled team and yet Ian Henderson starts in the the second row ahead of James Ryan who is clearly fit you don't put a player on the bench if they're, they're not fit I mean he could have to come on after 30 seconds or a minute and play uh, an entire game So so clearly he was available we got a question on this from Tom O'Connor one of our Listeners And he says, While Ireland management mentioned a wrist injury for James Ryan, indicating the reason he dropped to the bench, do you think Henderson was favoured due to the line-out functioning better when he came on or because of his impressive performance against South Africa? And actually, uh, just to clarify that, they didn't actually indicate the reason was the the wrist injury and and Farrell had every chance to do that, really. He could have said, Listen, this guy didn't train last week towards the end of the week and we felt that ian henderson had more time and rhythm with the the team but but farrell didn't actually go there instead he seemed to be keener to talk about how well henderson is is playing what's your read on that selection kieran
1: yeah it was the jumped out really when the team was announced yesterday but it does look like it's it's based on form and it's based on the line out and as you say like ireland they don't take chances with these things if if james ryan wasn't right to play 79 minutes tomorrow if needed he wouldn't be on the bench so he's fit and he's available but they decided to go with Henderson and like when you look back at that South Africa game you look at the impact Henderson had off the bench that day as part of a really strong um bench influence I suppose that day everybody who came on made an impact everybody who came on made a difference but Henderson when he came on the line obviously had been a bit of a bit of a struggle again throughout the game. They go 3 for 3 from the line out when Henderson comes on. He's such an inex- He sorry, he's such an experienced caller. He's so so good around that area of the game. It clearly looks like they've decided to just back him to go out and and you know, make a difference and he's played his way into the team. And it's it's a shock because Ryan plays when he's fit. Do you know he's always he's an Andy Farrell player. He's somebody Andy Farrell really rates highly and he's somebody that we've spoken about as potentially being the next Ireland captain when when Johnny Sexton retires, but so it, it's a big thing to to drop him to the bench when particularly when the stakes are this high for such a big game. But yeah, Henderson, as you say, he's earned it. Like he's he's been in excellent form. He's making a difference, um, and yeah, he gets the call tomorrow. I would still kind of expect James Ryan to play if Ireland get to a quarter final. If we can dare to just think a couple of weeks ahead, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good thing as well that players the team isn't the team you know a couple of years ago we knew what the Ireland team was and it was kind of hard to to get dropped but now well look this guy's going well we think he's a better fit for this game and we're going to make a change that gives everybody a bit of a kick up the arse because it reminds you that look if you have an off day you're not guaranteed to start the next day just keep everyone on their toes keeps everyone sharp and it's a huge it's a huge occasion for Ian Henderson tomorrow but like he'll relish it and they've got three world class locks who are you know,
0: have been playing at a really high level, and James Ryan has been. And obviously, the the lineout is definitely it's a concern. They've been really calm about it in, in front of media, but I, they're not accepting the fact that this has now become a team in their team, and that other sides see it as a, a weakness now, as as is definitely the the case. And you'll see Scotland go after and attack it and try all sorts to tomorrow, no doubt about it. But Henderson was the one who was slightly behind Byrne and Ryan for for quite a bit, really, in the last couple of years. He didn't look like he was physically at his peak at times whereas now astonishingly so he he looks like he's really at his peak he's had a completely injury free preseason, which is the first time in a long long time that that's been the case for ian henderson no no niggly issues nothing like that he's done nearly every training session as paul o'connell said the other day which is massive for a player like him and you can see how explosive he is how fluidly he's moving how he doesn't seem burdened by any strain or, or niggle as I say even when he came on and as Tom says in his question that impressive performance against South Africa is a massive part of it. He's just playing really well and he's earned this this role and it's always easy to say okay James Ryan's been dropped and, and have it as that kind of drastic thing but when you've got three second rows who are that good it can change week to week at, at times and of course James Ryan would rather be starting but Henderson I don't think it can be disputed as massively earned this shot. His experience is, is key as well and that was a big thing in, in his impact against South Africa it wasn't what he actually did on or around the ball which was brilliant counter-rucking some carrying and tackling that was really explosive but also how he took over the captaincy for the closing eight minutes as it was when sex went off even that image of him getting them into a huddle deep breath and a couple of words just before they go and try and close out the, the game he just brings a, a lot of that captain two of the warm-up games and a little bit like Peter Omani actually probably we don't see how good he is on that leadership side because a lot of it is behind behind closed doors and we've got to talk about Omani because we're finding out little snippets about him even in the last couple of days as all his teammates pay tribute to him how would you sum up what Ireland are saying about this player who we can see on the pitch as deeply combative brilliant in the line out really athletic as, as well but we're learning little snippets from behind the scenes too
1: yeah we are god there's been the thing that really strikes it is just how much graw and love there is for, for O'Mahony in the squad. Even James Lowe and Tyg Byrne were asked about him when we were down at the captain's run about half an hour ago, and as soon as O'Mahony's name was mentioned, they're both smiling. And it's not the things that you probably think of with Peter O'Mahony when you watch him on the pitch. You know, when you watch him on the pitch, you think of his, his aggression, his leadership, all those things. But the things that the players talk about are how good he is around the squad in terms of being somebody there to talk to, kind of hanging around with lads, having a cup of tea. A cup of tea? They're all mentioned the cup of tea. Obviously, big man for the cup of tea. Yeah, he mentioned it himself yesterday, didn't he? When he, when you guys were asking him questions, he said, I'd rather be outside having a cup of tea. So, yeah, we're learning lots about Peter O'Mahony. But it, he's clearly just somebody who's a very good influence around the squad and somebody who young players, and like it is, there's a lot of young players in this squad as well, so it's a very important role. They can go to him and talk to him, and he, he offers that bit of experience and, and, and guidance. And the way he plays then backs all of that up you can see he's a guy that you'd want to play for and he's somebody who has like it's been an interesting couple of years from Annie because there was a while where he was out of the team but he played his way back into things like he memorably said that the andy farrell camp was the best camp that he's been involved in and you can kind of see that in the way he plays and there's been there was there was a while where it it like he maybe had a bit of a dip in form but the thing with omani is he's probably not somebody who like the stats don't tell the full story with O'Mahony it's so different what he brings in the pitch it's just his his presence almost and his leadership and and the little bits of like the dark art stuff and a little bit of leadership on the pitch he, he like he's so important to this team as that kind of experienced senior figure in the pack and it's going to be such a special occasion for him tomorrow like to reach 100 caps is you know like what an achievement but to do it playing in such a nutritional position and like he's had a couple of serious injuries along the way to reach it on on this stage and in this venue and in a game with such high stakes is is going to be really memorable and you can see the way the players talk about him the players are really looking forward to him having that experience they're happy for him to have achieved it so yeah it's going to be it's going to be a special day and Hopefully it's one that he can remember for all the right reasons.
0: Well, the 42 Roby Weekly is sponsored by Deal Motors, Ireland's favourite and number one car site, with the largest range of premium cars in the country, including brand new cars, electric cars and premium used. You were with the Scots yesterday, and it's been great having the two of us here because we're able to hit up both camps and find out what's going on. How was it with Gregor Townsend and his boys?
1: I found it all very subdued, to be honest. Like... It was hard not to compare it to two weeks ago going out to the South Africa team hotel and just how much they impressed me and the way they spoke. I really thought that, God, this is a team that, you know, is coming to do a job on Ireland at the weekend and we prob- like obviously they didn't win the game, but the performance they delivered kind of backed up everything that y- you heard from them during the week. Scotland, they're obviously coming at the game in a, a different position, but everything yesterday was very much like the way they're talking is, well, why can't we win? Why can't we cause this upset like we believe in ourselves but it didn't sound very convincing (laughs) Um, so yeah like they're coming at it from an odd position because they're clearly underdogs they've as we said earlier they've lost their last eight against Ireland and like all week I've been trying to think of ways Scotland can win this game and I haven't been able to (laughs) to convince myself that there is a way for that to happen yet obviously anything can happen in sport we could get an early card Tomorrow we could get an early injury for a key player. Things can change. I'm expecting it to be a, a good, open, attacking game. Like the conditions, we think are going to be perfect. But I think Ireland can be a little bit off, and they're still they're a better team than this than this Scotland team. Like that's the bottom line. On it. you look through the two teams yesterday, like the Ireland squad is to a man, like it's 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 a stronger squad. And I think really, when you look at the bench, you think of if this game is tight in any way going into glass. 20, 25 minutes tomorrow. The Ireland bench is one of the strongest Ireland benches I can remember seeing. Like, Ronan Kelleher, Dave Glecoyne, Finney Bealham. What a front row to be able to bring on and make a real impact. We've spoken about James Ryan already. Him coming on with 20 or 30 minutes left mm. with a chip on his shoulder out to prove a point. Like, the impact he can make. Jack Conan, like, he's been waiting for this opportunity. This, they, they've stuck by him. They've kept him in the squad to give him this opportunity because they know what he can offer. They know the difference he can make. Connor Murray was... Outstanding against South Africa when he came on and to the point where there was I don't think there would have been a huge shock if he started this game Jack Crowley we've seen how calm and composed he is in these pressure situations he seems to be loving it and then Stuart McCloskey another guy who's been in great form and has been waiting for his chance to come in and make an impact as well and like the carries he can do his his passing ability he's someone who can change a game as well so I just can't see any way that Ireland don't get over the line tomorrow unless it's self-inflicted they're a squad in a really strong position, playing great rugby they're confident they seem comfortable and calm with the situation that they're in and you just get the sense that they're primed to deliver a big performance again, Scotland you look at them, we've kind of been waiting for that performance from them they hinted at it in the warm-up games like, but when it counted against South Africa, they were really disappointing and um, they seem to be putting a lot of stock in their performance against Romania but as we know like Romania are, god like you, you just can't compare you can't compare if, if things go right for Scotland they can obviously do damage they've their attacking game has come on hugely I think in the last year and there's players there who are so talented like Finn Russell as we know can win a game by himself if he wants
0: to it is going to be Fun, maybe frenetic, but Ireland certainly the favourites. Just a quick word on what Scotland went for with their twenty-three. Ali Price in at scrum half, Ben White dropping out of the twenty-three altogether, and that six-two bench, which is is interesting. They clearly are concerned, as they should be, about the the strength of Irish the Irish pack, and that'll be a, an area Ireland feel they'll really get on top scrum all from their point of view. Hopefully, <laughs> the lineout being um, a little bit more a little bit more nailed on, but they know the threats that are coming from Scotland and Scotland absolutely know the threats that are coming from Ireland. We're expecting an unbelievable occasion as the music starts here in Stade de France. We're going to jump down below. The Scots are down doing their press conference very soon, so we'll have all the coverage on the 42. We will chat to you tomorrow, post-game. Really looking forward to catching up then. Thanks a million, Kiron Thanks, Marie. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Catch you very soon.
1: But the boys in the better land You're always talking about the boys in the better land The boys in the better land Drivers got names of fill two double barrels. He spits out, breaths out, only smoke.